Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello everybody and welcome back once again to another episode of the Fuel Better podcast. I am your host as always Evan Lynch. Today we are going to look at the effects of nitrates and beetroot juice on sports performance and I'm very pleased to announce that today's episode is sponsored by Fairies Farm. For those of you that don't know, Fairies Farm is a family-run operation based in County Offaly who specialise in the production of artisan and award-winning beetroot juice products. They have two products, most notably their standard beetroot juice, which is 70% beetroot and 30% apples. That can be got in 250 and 500ml bottles, and it does have a shelf life of 12 months. Interestingly enough, this is something that I recommend for people with high blood pressure, as beetroot juice supplementation can cause vasodilation, making more space for your blood, i.e. reduces your blood pressure by a couple of points. So if, if you do have hypertension and you're looking for a natural tool in your kit, this is something that you could look towards. For all you endurance athletes listening, Fairies Farm have just launched a mini beet bullet. Effectively, this is a 250ml bottle that has 13 strong, high-potency shots of beetroot juice in it, so it's nitrate-enriched beetroot juice. Each shot has about 300 milligrams or 5 stroke 6 millimoles of nitrate per shot. That is exactly what we want someone to get to have a sports enhancing effect. If you want to get your hands on some of the Fairies Farm beetroot juice products, note that you can get them in many health stores, but reliably, super value, stock Fairies Farm produce in 80 of their stores nationwide, or you can head over to www.fairiesfarm.ie to get your own produce yourself delivered to your door. So with thanks to Fairies Farm again for sponsoring today's episode, I just want to make a couple of announcements before we get into the, the meat and two veg of our topic today. First of all, our online coaching program is really, really rocking at the moment. We're having athletes having excellent performances in Ironman events throughout Europe. We're having people have marathon pbs half marathon pbs 10k pbs clinically i'm having a lot of patients who are getting really good glycemic control who are diabetic type 1 diabetic and at the moment there's just a couple couple of people i'm working with who have made serious progress with their food relationship which is also very very important um so the team is rocking it at the moment if you want to work with the team you know what to do you can simply email me info at evanlynchfitnut.com, F-I-T-N-U-T dot com, or you can head over to the website www.evanlynchfitnut.com for more information. Alternatively, you can follow me on Instagram at elynchfitnut, F-I-T-N-U-T again, 
and you can DM me there. There is currently capacity with our team coaches, Ellen and Aveen, and we are opening up some new coaching spots on our program as well with a new coach, Dylan. Some of you may recognize him from some of the content on social media. Excitingly as well, we have added a sports science and strength conditioning consultant to our team, which is something that our members will be able to avail of quite soon. That's Kieran Burke. He has been, a, I suppose, a guest on this podcast previously. Kieran will be available to work with through the business here in due course. And with that, that brings a wider array of services that we can do, namely strength and conditioning programming, personal training from an online perspective, injury rehabilitation. And for those who require it, there will be that possibility of getting VU2 max and lactate testing done under the umbrella of Evan Lynch Nutrition and the coaching programs. That's all very exciting. If you want to get, get on board and work with the team here, you know how to find me. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So let's get into today's topic. Nitrates, nitrites, those are two chemical compounds that you find in beetroot juice and some other fruits and vegetables. I'll get to that a little bit later on. The reason I'm talking about them in today's episode, it's not that they're necessarily a contemporary supplement. They've been an ever-present supplement at the forefront of nutrition research interest, practitioner guidelines for athletes and athletes themselves it's it's a tool that's been around for quite a while and it's well well established well adopted into evidence-based practice and beetroot juice slash nitrate nitrate supplements those are the active ingredients found in beetroot juice of note that we're talking about anyways there are other things in it like antioxidants but i digress beetroot juice is one of the big five evidence-based ergogenic aids that exist ergogenic aid maybe it's a term you've heard me use before effectively it refers to a supplement that confers a sport performance advantage so it'll improve your performance whether that be anti-fatigue better vo2 max improved strength whatever it might be it's one of the big five the big five being beetroot juice caffeine creatine beta alanine and sodium bicarbonate we're not going to focus on the other four today. We're going to stick to the beetroot juice and examine some of the impacts it can have on your sports performance. Before we get into it, though, it's probably important to talk about how do nitrates and nitrites work? What do they actually do? So supplements that are rich in nitrates, that active ingredient, result in increased levels of nitric oxide bioavailability. So nitric oxide is a compound that is released by the endothelium or the the inner layers of your arterial walls and effectively it results in your arteries getting wider or vasodilation. Very simply put, if your arteries expand, more blood, uh, i.e. more oxygen and more fuel, can get to working muscles quicker. So that's pretty efficient. But 
That's not the only thing that nitrates and nitrites do. We've already briefly touched on their ability to reduce your blood pressure, but it can have a positive impact on endothelial function. It can have an overall positive effect on your metabolism, lipid metabolism, blood sugar control, all that jazz, which is very far outside of the purview of today's talk, but interesting to note. Beetroot juice or nitrate-rich supplements have also been shown to do a couple of things that are pretty relevant for exercise performance. It can increase the speed or efficiency of ATP resynthesis. It enhances mitochondrial efficiency and it can slightly reduce the energy cost or enhance the efficiency of a muscle contraction. So all of these changes or kind of things that, that it manipulates within your body basically boils down to a better aerobic capacity and better exercise economy, brass tacks, beetroot juice might actually help you exercise harder for longer, but at the same relative intensity. Broadly speaking, if you run, let's say, for example, five minute kilometers at 150 beats per minute, you might be able to run four 50 minute kilometers or four 45s at that same heart rate so it can enhance that work rate or pace at the exact same intensity by making you more efficient metabolically and physically so that's that's pretty helpful and when we kind of bear that in mind and we look at the marginal gains and we look at all of these little percentage points you know they they really add up and it's it's no wonder that something like beetroot juice with its ability its innate ability to basically bump up your view to max for a brief period of time it's no wonder that it's been at the forefront of research interest in the sports nutrition sphere so i'm aware that beetroot and beetroot juice is not to everybody's taste personally it uh it's something i've tried i wish i i wish i could kind of adopt it to my palate i just i can't if you're trying to get nitrates and nitrites from your diet other foods that are high in nitrates and nitrites would be basically things like your leafy greens in particular spinach cress and parsley they're very very high in nitrates as are leeks weirdly enough but beetroot and beetroot juice takes the absolute top of the podium there so that's important to note furthermore for people who really want to supplement with beetroot juice and they just can't get around the the taste it's not for everybody a lot of people find it refreshing and palatable and really like it for some it may be warranted to try a citrulline malate supplement or an l-arginine supplement as citrulline and arginine are both precursors to nitric oxide beetroot juice is more readily converted into nitric oxide citrulline and arginine are absolutely fine as alternatives today we're going to talk about the beetroot juice though i suppose the notable difference you know as a dietitian we typically advise or adopt i suppose or promote the food first approach the reason being with the food first approach what you get is a food matrix which is no joke in beetroot juice you get a ton of flavonoids you get a ton of polyphenols you get a good chunk of micronutrients and vitamins as well and all of these things can interact and combine synergistically to reduce your blood pressure or maybe they have 
a kind of an antioxidative stress effect or they simply help you hit your micronutrient requirements on any given day that's distinctly different to a manufactured nutritional supplement like your citrullines or your l-arginines would definitely have their place but if you can do it with a more natural option that's the way to go so that's nitrates nitrites that's kind of how they work and in summary i suppose so we should talk about some of the pharmacokinetics of nitrate products and nitrite products one of the big things to understand with the supplement is how and when to use it case in point i always laugh when i go to the gym uh, to myself or get the head pucked off me but i frequently laugh going into the gym because i see people smacking back pre-workout as they walk in something like caffeine or most stimulants there's a lag time between ingestion and when they peak in your bloodstream and that lag time is usually the duration of a workout so you know it's funny that the pre-workouts probably just kick in as someone is telling off to go home so they're totally amped up on their drive home similarly with beetroot juice or nitrate supplements it's important to know that when you ingest them you do start to see nitrates appear in your blood within 30 minutes but they peak within an hour or two and then the beetroot juice has a half-life of two to three hours so that five to six hours post ingestion you really have negligible amounts in your body and if 24 hours post ingestion there's almost none so that's important if you're doing a 10 kilometer race and you're a pretty good athlete there's absolutely no point in having a beetroot shot 30 minutes before you start beetroot is something that you need to be taking two to three hours before an event and there's also some evidence to suggest that you also need to load with beetroot juice for anywhere up to six if not 13 days or the bones of two weeks before an event so you you have effectively nitrate reservoirs in your muscles so you can you can build up your your pool of uh, nitrate in your body to have that enhanced effect and that's often overlooked in some of the research and some of the research papers here have differing methodologies so they don't control for fitness levels they don't control for doses duration of dosage was there a building phase there are some other things i'll talk about in a couple of minutes that will impact on your ability to get the best out of your beetroot shots but basically to get the most out of a beetroot strategy the minimum i would advise is taking your beetroot juice for six days pre-event at least in doses of anywhere from 6 to 12 millimoles a day or the equivalent of two of those shots from Fairy's farm would do the job and you need to be taking it two to three hours before about of exercise and that'll generally get you through an event that is a couple of hours in duration so anywhere from a marathon to a half Ironman the half-life won't get you through a full Ironman so in some cases if it's palatable or tolerable for someone which it may not be it can be a bit tough on the stomach you might advise to get the most out of it to take another shot intra-workout though in that case you might be looking at combining something like citrulline malate which is more so flavorless and tasteless during your event to stack on top of your beetroot juice irrespective it's an easy to implement thing very very invaluable piece to have as part of your tool toolkit especially if you're an endurance athlete so that's that's how it works those are the timings 
and the this the advised timings the, the doses the strategies let's look at some evidence to you know to see what what can beetroot juice actually do and what kind of effect it's shown to have on sports performance of various types i do want to point out for any maybe nutrition students listening or anyone who works in the nutrition sphere you have heard me talk about nitrates and nitrites and you would be well within your rights to question well you know the world cancer research fund had a limit on things like red meat like your kind of deli meats as they were linked with bowel and colorectal cancer and one of the proposed mechanisms was that they were enriched with nitrates and nitrites which helped to give them their distinctive color and that the nitrites and nitrates were converted into tmao trimethylamine oxidase if i'm not mistaken though i could be tmao is the abbreviation and it's important to bear in mind that the research has confirmed and this is according to sports dietitians australia their official kind of standpoint on this nitrates derived from diet and water sources are not associated with increases in bowel or colorectal cancer basically brass tacks there's a distinct difference between chronic or at least reasonably chronic and long-term intermittent usage of something like beetroot juice or beetroot shots with that high nitrate and nitrate content there's a huge difference there between doing that and eating bunches of salami a day or a load of hot dogs one is definitely linked with bowel and colorectal cancer the other is not just to just to confirm deli meats sausages hot dogs that is more so the linked behavior it's uh it's not all same same so just to to put that out there that that association does not really stand for utilization of beetroot juice it's not going to increase your risk of bowel or colorectal cancers um and that's an important thing to bear in mind as a practitioner you you know you need to keep that that axiom in mind first we we do no harm so that's important to know that you know you can confidently and comfortably advise this knowing that generally speaking it's only going to have net positive effects bar mild nausea if if someone finds it difficult to tolerate but that would be about the extent of it one last point before i get into the couple of research papers that i've got lined up here today i think it's very important to point out that some of the research on this has shown to be quite inconsistent and one of the main reasons for that is differing fitness levels of participants think of this the kind of the the idea of marginalized or diminishing gains the fitter you are or the more adapted you are to exercise the less room for improvement there is so as you increase in your cardiorespiratory fitness or you become more well trained or you've got training age vasodilation capillarization mitochondrial efficiency exercise economy all that stuff improves anyway so it's really important and it's thought that dosing is a part of the consideration here and if you have someone who is not an elite athlete and i've seen the definition for this be a vo2 max of less than 65 if you have someone who is not in that elite 
or very high highly trained bracket beetroot juice servings or nitrate servings of five to six millimoles or your your beetroot shot are generally considered to be enough to enhance sports performance but the data becomes more unequivocal as you work with higher level athletes it appears not to be as effective and it's thought to be that that same dose that's required for an untrained athlete simply doesn't do enough to move the needle to get that last nth degree of optimization for an elite athlete so what what we do is we double the dose two beetroot shots and that that's generally considered to to be enough of a stimulus for an elite or highly trained athlete or someone with that view to max above 65 to get their kicks here and to see that small performance enhancement effect so that's important to note if you know what your view to max is you want to dose accordingly are you a single or a double shot candidate that's very important to to establish what exactly your protocol needs to be to get that performance boosting effect i just felt that was an important point to throw in there before we get into it the first paper i'm going to look at is the 2020 systematic review by calvo al looking at nitrate supplementation on endurance cycling eight of the 27 papers used in this study saw significant improvements either in performance so time to complete a certain distance or the distance completed in a specific time allotment those are slightly different but more or less the same thing and also there was some improvements in cardiorespiratory function namely oxygen uptake at vo2 max and ventilatory thresholds at pace what the study kind of summarized and synthesized at the end was that an acute dose of 6 to 12 millimoles going back on that point depending on your training status two to three hours before a workout is key to derive this beneficial effect and it's helpful again to get that chronic loading effect of 6 to 15 days in this study to make sure those nitrate reservoirs are filled up one point of note beetroot juice versus nitrate salts appeared to be more effective and that's probably because the sheer nitrate content in say juice versus salts is a little bit different and similarly with ketone esters versus ketone salts it is likely that given that it's a salt it might simply not be feasible to get a dose strong enough for someone to have a sports enhancing effect without ingesting massive amounts of sodium which is a fairly negative thing to do on a consistent basis whilst the paper does acknowledge that there's inconsistency with methods in terms of timings doses metrics measured etc it can clearly see that people with higher fitness levels or better trained endurance athletes do see better performance at sub-maximal levels when they do when they do supplement with things that bump up their nitric oxide levels that is to say for an endurance athlete generally you are competing at sub-max by definition endurance is not an all-out sprint so it can help improve that performance if you're 60 70 80 percent of your vo2 max you're not gone into that anaerobic zone beet reduce can be very very helpful just to kind of point out some of the the difficulties with this research base to get an overall answer the overall answer is yes use beetroot juice but case in point 
a randomized control trial done in 2020 by Hearst et al there um it is important to acknowledge that whilst the beetroot juice supplementation in 70 recreational athletes did not show any impact on 5k time trial performance it's important to point out that this study used under that range we've recommended so it used 4.1 millimoles of nitrate and it only had one acute dose no loading phase so that's that's probably not a fair characterization of whether beetroot juice would be helpful or not or whether nitrate supplements are helpful or not the overarching theme is yes use them they're useful you just have to use enough so that's that's important case in point there and to point to point out some of these kind of methodological flaws here and maybe where we have to be clinical there was a randomized control trial looking at 13 male recreational runners in 2019 basically looking at the effect of three days of dosing these runners with 8.4 millimoles of nitrates dosed two hours before exercise and testing bouts so right off the bat higher doses we are looking at that loading dose as well and we have that appropriate timing in there so three boxes ticked and what this study showed was that the view to max in the beetroot juice group was higher versus placebo it was about one and a half points higher on average which is not insignificant and also we had a statistically significant improvement in peak velocity so how quick the athletes ran on average they ran 0.3 of a kilometer faster on average so that's that's again not insignificant if we're looking at the difference between you know you think of ncaa cross country running 300 meters quicker an hour than your competitor can be the difference in 40 or 50 places so that's that's pretty important to note so again that's recreational athletes it's almost a like with like comparison the only difference is appropriate dosing and even a small loading phase appears to be beneficial I now want to draw your attention to another systematic review by Rojas Valverde et al. in 2021. And basically, this study looked at the effect of beta juice supplementation on fatigue resistance during repeated sprint efforts. So what, what came from this study, and it's important to point out repeated sprint efforts, HIIT training, weight training, etc., short bouts of work, often explosive with rest periods in between so if we go back to some of the things i mentioned at the start of this podcast episode beetroot juice can improve muscular uh, contractile efficiency mitochondrial efficiency it can enhance blood and oxygen delivery to working muscles but it can also improve the efficiency with which we recycle atp that's your energy currency for explosive movements less than six seconds so what this study found was that if you do a chronic intake of five to six millimoles of nitrates or basically 70 mil shots or your fairies farm shot equivalent twice a day and you do that for three to six days before you do something like a big hit workout a wad possibly high rocks for example would be a good example of this you will see a marked improvement in your fatigue resistance so you get tired less or another way of thinking about that would be enhanced endurance even though it's not specifically an endurance event 
you can last longer or you, you get tired less quickly, resulting in better work rates and better performance overall. This study did also look at that acute dose. So it did an acute dose around two and a half to three hours before the exercise test took place. And the performance improvements ranged in terms of fatigue resistance or time to complete a workout from 1.2 to 5.38%. So that's that's quite a large variety there. And it all looked at beetroot juice supplements that were enriched with your nitrates and nitric oxide, um, or resulting, I should say, in nitric oxide production. And the cool thing about this is that it's kind of like a real life example. Think of CrossFit gyms, think of now the ever popular high rocks gyms or someone doing hit workouts in a, a PT studio. If you want to get the most out of it or this is something you do competitively this could be a real win for you you know this this kind of strategy we're talking about here very very doable in as little as three days you can get that performance improvement by up to 5.38 percent so that was that was really really interesting and just to point out as well and i i do have two more studies looking at looking at this um both by Dominguez et al. 2018 and Tan et al. 2022. That's a systematic review. Basically, what we see is if we're using the beetroot products, it can make an athlete get tired at a slower rate. They can keep up that high, high-intensity work for much, much longer. And it's thought to be that the muscular endurance is enhanced and that that ATP resynthesis is an awful lot quicker and that's going to typically result in better performance outcomes what you might notice is everything i've said thus far supports the idea of using beetroot juice supplements but it only seems to be helpful for events that either have submaximal so they're they're not in anaerobic territory or we're looking at explosive work and you'd be absolutely correct. Beetroot juice supplementation, as far as I've seen, wouldn't necessarily be helpful for a five to ten minute event where you're you're well into your anaerobic threshold making lactate. It simply doesn't appear to have an ergogenic impact there. So if you're a middle distance runner, if you're a rower, if you're a steeplechaser, it's highly unlikely that beetroot juice is going to help for you in those shorter events that are less aerobically dominant or less explosive in nature. We can definitely look to beetroot juice supplementation tactics for half marathon, for cycling, for triathlons of pretty much every distance and duration, for race walkers, for crossfit, for high rocks, for people who do hit workouts, and even resistance training itself. So think of you go to the gym, you know, you want to do a couple of sets of weights, maybe you're pushing it, you're seeking hypertrophic response. One of the key things that determines how much of a muscle muscle building or anabolic response that you get from your workout is how much work can you do and the quality of that work. So beetroot juice might even have an impact to play there. So it's important to know where it is and is not effective. And in summary, that's that's really where it, where it lies. So to to quickly pull back and look at this, 
brass tacks. If you're going to use beetroot juice supplements, you need to use realistically at least five to six millimoles per day or a single shot for anywhere from at least three to six days or more likely six to 15 days before an important event. And you do need to take a shot or a double shot, depending on your VO2 max, around two and a half to three hours before your key event. If you do not like beetroot juice or you find it difficult to stomach, maybe maybe it makes you feel a bit sick or you just simply don't like the taste, you can opt for something like citrulline malate or L-arginine in a roundabout way. They eventually achieve the same thing. The beetroot juice is the, the more preferable option as it is a food first item. Also, it's important to know, you know, based on your event, is beetroot juice going to work for you or is it a waste of time? And might you be better off focusing on sodium bicarbs, beta alanines or creatines, for example, if you're a middle distance runner, steeplechaser, track cyclist or rower, etc. So that's that's more or less the bulk of our discussion today. I do want to just touch on some caveats for beetroot juice supplementation and some stuff that is generally or not not generally but at least not always touched on in the papers and the research base if you're using beetroot products and hoping to derive that nitric oxide boost and that that sports enhancing effect it's important that you refrain from using mouthwash specifically if it has an antiseptic nature some types of chewing gum also and caffeine i'll work backwards caffeine appears to undermine the ergogenic effect of beetroot juice when taken with it it for i don't fully understand the mechanism i haven't seen a brilliant explanation for it yet it just appears to undermine the ability of beetroot juice to have an impact on your performance so avoid stacking those two things together if possible and secondly nitrate oxidation or metabolism starts in your mouth you have nitrate reducing bacteria there so if you do anything that is antiseptic in nature to your oral cavity that's going to have a pretty negative impact on your capacity to end up with elevated nitrate levels and actually there's research there clinical research observing the use of antiseptic mouthwash with increased blood pressure so that, that can actually result in you having elevated blood pressure. If you have none of those bacteria in your mouth, that's where your, your microbiome starts, to be honest. You're not going to be able to derive that max benefit. Interesting one that I just clinically, I feel like I should mention it. Stomach acid, your acidic environment in your stomach is part of that pathway to break down beetroot juice and to get that kind of end game from it in terms of sports effect blood pressure effect cardiac effect whatever you're looking for from it if you're someone like myself who has to use proton pump inhibitor medication like your smeprazole lansoprazole or pantoprazole or you're fairly hectic with your gaviscon and rennie usage be advised anything that does reduce stomach acid or acidity that may have a role to play in the effect or the efficacy of a beetroot juice supplement for you this is speculation i haven't specifically seen that covered in any of the research papers just mechanistically i wonder if it's relevant and perhaps if that is you if you do for other reasons have to use ppis or antacid medication 
it might be better for you to consider something like a citrulline malate or an L-arginine supplement to achieve those vasodilatory effects. So that's important to note as well. Guys, that's pretty much today's episode. I like to keep these relatively brief, although I have been talking for 35 and a half minutes now. If you found this episode interesting, useful, informative, I would seriously appreciate it if you could leave a review. So give me a review. Five stars would be great. Four if you think I'm doing an okay job. But if you can leave a review, share it with a friend and maybe stick it on social media, tell someone about it. That really, really helps. I have seen some good podcast growth of late and it's very, very encouraging. It makes it much easier for me to do this work and put the effort in here. And I do appreciate fans reaching out, people telling me they listen, they like what they hear. And I do have some really interesting episodes lined up and some interesting guests lined up as well over the coming weeks and months. So that's something to stay tuned for. Okay, guys, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. Until the next time. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.